If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. I am Ken Levine, your podcast host, and I have to say, I love you guys. Last week, I did a podcast where I talked about some of the things that most people love and I hate, and I asked if you might contribute some things that uh, fall under that category for you. And sure enough, enough of you have written in Hollywood Levine at Outlook.com that uh, this week I'm going to do the sequel. I am going to uh, do your hated things. So uh, again, thanks so much to everyone. Some people just listed their choices and other people gave kind of an explanation. So this is going to be kind of a combination of both along with my sagacious opinions along the way. Okay, so here's something that uh, somebody said he hated, white chocolate. Led Zeppelin comes up a few times. Somebody hated the song Cashmere by Led Zeppelin, and then reader Brian Phillips said, the big hate I have is, for the most part, Led Zeppelin. Outside of disliking most of their music, which does go on at length and is overplayed, no more stairway to heaven, I also have a problem with their ethics. Many groups people borrow from older music, that is nothing new, but they have the nerve of putting their names on other people's work. And he sent a YouTube link to uh, verify that. So, uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, here's an interesting one. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> this is from Sharon. And I know a lot of people love The Wizard of Oz. Sharon does not. She says, uh, If I had risked my life battling witches, flying monkeys, etc., only to be told by Glinda the Good Witch that all I had to do was click my heels, I would have slugged the bitch. That's a very good point, Sharon. Mark Boselman does not like Marvel superhero movies. He says he hates them. They always go on too long, and why do they always fight in the dark? Probably cheaper. This is an interesting one. And sort of surprised me because I thought everybody loves this show. But no, there is somebody who hates Friends. So that definitely falls under the category of something that 
99.999% of the population loves, and he does not. He also doesn't love Modern Family. Modern Family, I did love Modern Family when it started, and over the years, it just seemed to fall off in quality from year to year to year to where I just stopped watching it, but I don't hate it. Here's something that I used to love, and now I would agree. Ricky Gervais. Now, when I first saw Ricky Gervais, and this was the British version of The Office... I thought he was wonderful. I thought he was amazing. And I thought his portrayal of the boss was such a unique character, something I had never seen before. So I became a big Ricky Gervais fan. But over the years, uh, his stand-up routine and then his appearances on award shows just became so insufferable that uh, that I don't like Ricky Gervais anymore. And boy, you talk about falling off a cliff because like I said, his portrayal of the boss in the British version of The Office is absolutely brilliant. I watch some of his other shows and they're okay. I kind of like extras. Nothing he's done since has really floated my boat. Here's somebody whose problem is relief pitching. Now, the point here is that due to statistics and sabermetrics that Major League Baseball teams now will bring in four or five or six relief pitchers a game. Used to be you had a starter, and unless he was pitching poorly, he would pitch the entire game. There was a time when Sandy Koufax... I think he started like 41 games, and he completed 29 of them. Not anymore. Now starters go like five and a third, maybe six, and all of a sudden, here comes the bullpen. And, uh, and this person says, it's ruining baseball. Here's a song I have to agree with, but I think most people would uh, agree it's the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, this droning song by Gordon Lightfoot. Although, again, in that case, I think eh, most people hate that song. Here's somebody who said he hates anything within the Star Trek franchise. If there is a theme to this week's Hollywood and Levine, it is that <laughs> no matter who you are, or how popular you are, how beloved you are, there is going to be somebody somewhere who hates you. And I think back, Al Michaels, who, of course, has been a guest on this show and is arguably the premier sportscaster uh, of, the, of the day. Well, for a long time, when he was kind of moving up in his career, he used to keep folded in his pocket a bad review that somebody wrote about Vin Scully. The point being that even Vin Scully, icon, as beloved as he is, that there is somebody who dislikes Vin Scully. So for him, it's like, well, you know, you're not going to please everybody. Moving on, somebody doesn't like coffee, 
somebody doesn't like Prince, somebody doesn't like Guinness beer, somebody doesn't like New Year's Eve. Now, this is probably a person who was dumped on New Year's Eve or a person who got very sick as a result of New Year's Eve. This one's kind of out of the blue, a movie from the 50s called Giant that starred James Dean. Somebody hated that. Somebody hated Doctor Who. Now, that would fall into the category of a beloved TV show, certainly in the UK. And while we're on the subject, somebody does not like the British Royals. And again, I wonder, so the British Royals, are they totally beloved by people or... I don't know. Reader David Tussey said, I never cared much for the James Bond books and movies. The books seemed juvenile to me. I mean, Pussy Galore, Plenty O'Toole, What's Next, Seymour Butts? They had a space-age bachelor pad tone that was already a joke in the 60s. The movies have wonderful location photography and lovely women to look at, but every movie is the same thing. So much for James Bond. Somebody hates Louis C.K. Now, I would say five, six years ago, that would qualify because Louis C.K. was probably the hottest stand-up comedian, also had that show, uh, Louis, which was greatly admired. And now his his fall to grace, I think at this point, most people hate Louis C.K. American Idol. Now, if somebody had said they hated American Idol back in 2005 when it was the rage of the country, and in my blog, I was doing reviews every week because there was so much interest, then I'd say, yeah. But now that American Idol is in its 93rd season or whatever, uh, they've gone through so many different judges I can't even name them. I guess uh, Lionel Richie and is Katy Perry still doing it? Uh, is Keith Urban still doing it? I, all I know is Ryan Seacrest. He'll be there forever. And uh, no, it's not the phenomenon that it used to be. But uh, if you had said that back in 2005, then yeah. Cooking and home repair shows. There are people who love cooking and home repair shows. So that one to me would qualify. Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. Someone absolutely hates that song. I actually don't mind it in terms of songs that uh, that I hate. I wouldn't list that one. Reader Todd Singer says, this will show how old I am. He's approaching 50. Most of the Star Wars movies. Now, I liked the first three. I was the right age. But the prequels were pretty bad. And the most recent one, I went to the theater with a friend to watch it, and I sat there and actively hated it. Well, Todd, 
I have to, I don't hate Star Wars generally, but I have to agree with you on the prequels, and I certainly have to agree with you on the last Star Wars episode, chapter, whatever. It was just awful. I think one of the coolest cars ever is the Corvette, Chevy Corvette from the 60s. And yet, somebody hates the Corvette. A number of you hate Forrest Gump. And I think this qualifies because Forrest Gump won the Oscar for Movie of the Year, so it was certainly very popular, but a lot of hate for Forrest Gump. And this one surprised me because, again, to my knowledge, most people love this one, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, some hate for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Cauliflower Crust Pizzas. Again, I don't know if 90% of America is in love with cauliflower crust pizzas. But a couple of people don't like Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler. Reader Ed Wallerstein checks in. He says, I've taken more heat over not liking the Big Bang Theory than anything else. Always felt the characters were two-dimensional and the gags were ground out of a joke machine. The laugh track is so tedious, absolutely unwatchable. And young Sheldon, don't ask. Okay, listener Andrew. He said, my own choice for a popular thing that many love but I hate is Gone with the Wind. Now, it's not just because of the stereotypes and the glorification of the Confederate South. I just hate the main character from beginning to end. You know, and Scarlett O'Hara is kind of a hateful character. I don't care what happens to her tomorrow. The Little Drummer Boy. Okay, I'm going to stand behind you in that line. I can't stand the little drummer boy. Listener Bill Oxley does not like cop shows today. He says they're soap operas with guns. Well, considering how many cop shows there are, I guess you would say that they are somewhat beloved. Here's another movie that won Best Picture... The Shape of Water. Somebody hates The Shape of Water. And unlike Forrest Gump, and here's the thing about best picture winners over the last 10 years, it's like they come and go and they're like insignificant. I mean, how many people even remember The Shape of Water? But this listener hated it enough to write. Okay, moving right along, Jim Carrey. Now, that's one that I would have to agree with as well, although I know a lot of people absolutely love Jim Carrey. Then uh, listener Sue Kay said this, I will say the older I get, the less I like the music of my youth. I grew up in the 80s, and many of those songs were so insipid and dull. Two songs from that decade irritate me, Take My Breath Away and Total Eclipse of the Heart. I also have grown to despise girls just want to have fun. And last but certainly not least, I am a huge John Denver fan, but 
Annie's song makes me want to upchuck every time I hear it or somebody play it. That's interesting because usually people go back and revere the songs from their youth. Even though they're really stupid and insipid, they they love them. It's the other generations that listen to these songs and go, why was this a hit? But in her case, uh, the older she got, uh, the less she liked the songs of her youth. Which brings me to a reader who dislikes Pink Floyd, another who dislikes Queen, and some of these I'm going, well, God, I don't know. I, I love Queen. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, I'm one of those people that's in the 99%. Aerosmith, Metallica, Again, Metallica, I don't think um, (laughs) the world embraces Metallica. I think maybe a certain segment of the world, but that's all. The movie Home Alone. A lot of people love Home Alone, and uh, one listener did not. Lord of the Rings. Won all those Oscars. This guy didn't get it. Wheel of Fortune. The Price is Right. And here's an interesting one, Seinfeld. I got a number of you who listed Seinfeld. And I think if you grew up watching it first run, if you are from that generation, Seinfeld is a beloved series. But I think if you're from a later generation and you're just going back And watching Seinfeld the same way you might go back and watch Friends. There's a lot of episodes of Seinfeld that are very uneven. There's some episodes of Seinfeld that are absolutely brilliant, that are hilarious and just hold up. But then there's a number of episodes that are kind of uneven. And I can see people going, what's the big deal about this? But I will say... When it was first run on NBC, on must-see TV, and even before when it started out, the thing about Seinfeld was it was funny. It was really funny. And the whole point of Seinfeld as a sitcom was to make you laugh. And a lot of sitcoms or shows that claim to be sitcoms, claim to be comedies, are not that funny. And don't even really try aggressively to make you laugh. And Seinfeld did. So there will always be a soft spot in my heart for Seinfeld. Here's an interesting one. And this is more of a polarized situation, I think. Bill Walton. Bill Walton has a lot of personality. Former star at UCLA basketball and also NBA one of the Hall of Fame great basketball players of all time, arguably, and now a uh, basketball analyst on ESPN and other networks. And like I said, he's got a lot of personality. He's very outspoken. And I would say maybe 70% of the basketball viewing population loves Bill Walton. And then there is that segment that just can't stand him. So he would qualify. A couple of people listed another Beatles song, Revolution. Anything by the Beatles, I guess, would qualify. And Revolution, of course, was from the White Album, and lots of people 
most people, practically all of the people, love the White Album of the Beatles. So not to love Revolution, I think, would qualify it. Here's an interesting one. Gwyneth Paltrow. Again, a lot of people like her. I don't know whether I would spend $75 to buy the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. I mean, $75 seems a lot of money. She's got to have one really sweet smell. Well, anyway, uh, but there are those who do love Gwyneth Paltrow and others who do not. The uh, Christian Bale Batman movies. Some people feel that they are too serious and too full of themselves. That's a Chris Nolan issue. Somebody hates Beyonce. Well, that's another one where 99% of the world embraces her. Disney World. I guess this is somebody who has uh, stood in line for five hours just to get on Peter Pan or uh, has been drenched uh, due to a summer thunderstorm. Uh, Disney World. Nobody said Disneyland, but somebody did say Disney World. The Royal Tannenbaums, that movie. That's an acquired taste. And here's another song from the 60s that is a huge hit. I think it has the record for the most number of radio airplays over the last 30, 40, 50 years, whatever. It's the Righteous Brothers song, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. And I had a listener who can't stand that song, and I would have to say, I can't stand it either. And while we're in the 60s, the sound of music. And I have to qualify this. You have the movie version, and you also have, of course, the Broadway musical, which came first. And uh, the reader, in particular, didn't like the movie. And to be fair, Christopher Plummer, who was in the movie, did not care for it either. At least he, uh, he said as much publicly. Now, on the one hand, it left out a couple of songs from the stage production, but Julie Andrews would argue that they were really cloying songs, and she was glad that they were omitted, and a couple of other songs were added for the uh, movie version. I would say, considering how Sound of Music is one of the perennials, both as a movie and as a musical, that uh, anyone who hates that, you know, that, that would count. Maybe they're rooting for the Nazis. I don't know. And finally, Bob Costas. And a lot of people admire Bob Costas, and there are a few people who think he is incredibly smug. And so Bob Costas made the list. And there you go. Those are some of the things that you listeners, playing along with me, listed the things that you hate that most people love. And at some point, I'm going to flip it and I'm going to do an episode where I talk about the things that most people hate, but I love. Kind of my guilty pleasures episode. But that is for the future.
Next week, I got a good interview coming up. So that'll do it for this week on Hollywood and Levine. Our thanks, as always, to Howard Hoffman, to Adam and Susie Meister-Butler, John Wolfert, Bruce and Jason Miller. I love the fact, again, that you guys got in touch with me and you played along and you emailed me. My email address is there for you at any time if you want to get in touch with me hollywoodlevine at outlook.com that is hollywoodlevine at outlook.com I'm also available on Twitter at Ken Levine Instagram Hollywood and Levine thanks so much for listening if you haven't gotten your shots yet come on get vaxxed let's just be done with this pandemic finally and uh, talk to you again next week bye Hollywood and Levine